Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can just feel free to drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your host, Nidhi Kana. And Nidhi, you can follow us at Listen and Sleep for Twitter or Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Insomnia Project, and check out all the cool features we have there. Yep. And, of course, we're on Instagram, too. Yeah. And that one's at the Insomnia Project. Thank you, Nitty. (laughs) I I knew I was missing one. I need to organize it better. Well, speaking of organizing, Marco. Yes. I have uh, various methods of organization that I have in my life. And it's really funny because lately I've been doing some recruitment and one of the questions that seems to be a standard question in certain types of jobs or roles is how do you organize your time with multiple priorities? And so I always find it very interesting to hear Oh, oh, Zena's, yeah, Zena's getting comfy. Zena's getting comfy. She's falling asleep here. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to ask how they organize their time, uh, especially if it's like a project management thing or if there's a little bit of project management associated with it. And people give really different answers. Okay. It's really interesting to hear how they think. You know, the standard answer is like lists and schedules and all of those sorts of things that uh, – one would normally use like a calendar sure. and come in the morning, spend 10 minutes like prioritizing your day. But it made me think about how I'm really good at doing that at work where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, these are the tasks I need to get done today or um, these are the reports I need to write, whatever. Or I right. need to get the this part of X deliverable done. But in my personal life, it like just all goes to <laughs> – Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Every once in a while, like it makes me feel g- good to make a list every mm-hmm. once in a while when I have so many things that I need to accomplish because I love being able to cross it off. I love crossing off things off oh. the list too, yeah. Even if it's just errands, like sure. laundry, clean the house, mm-hmm. uh, fold socks, I don't know. Uh, it, it feels good to, to, to cross those off the list, especially have, if I'm traveling. Have you ever heard of, I don't know if we've talked about it in this show, Marie, Maria Kondo, Marie Kondo? Oh, is this the Japanese? Yeah, the subtle, thing? yeah, art of Japanese 
I wish no, I, I don't. I, I mean, I've never read it, but I think you have. Right? I have. I have. And I wish I could remember the name of the book. It's a very I famous we book. We have talked about it. Have we? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I found when I did the things that were mentioned in that book, mm-hmm. I found my life getting a little bit more organized. Um, at least my clothes and how I put them away and how I fold them and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm still working on getting rid of like papers and so many letters and whatnot you know know. and you have so all that stuff and it's like oh it's the last thing i need well how do you so i find with papers there's this like feeling of wanting to keep them because you might need them for something Mm -hmm. at some point and at what point like what is the decision you make that says i'm gonna let go of this like what is the thought process you know it's one I haven't figured it out for paper yet. I'm sort of starting to get rid of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you just gotta, you just gotta be cool with it. You just gotta let things sort of roll off your back, is all I can say, and not worry about. You don't have a paper, you can find a paper. Like you know, yeah. If you haven't looked at that paper in a year or two, it's time. It's time. Well, that's the way I feel about clothes now. If I haven't mm-hmm. worn something for a couple of years, it's like, why? Why, why hang on is to it? it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it can be very freeing to get, oh my gosh. to let that stuff go, right? I know. Purging. So, yeah, purging and let it let it go and not get too worried about it. It's just, it, they're just things, yeah. right? We don't, you don't really need all those things in your life. They add clutter and whatnot. Easy for me to say. I have, if you go upstairs right now, there's a million there's things. There's a million things. But I'm I'm getting rid of them. I'm actually using an app where I take a picture of it and I post it on the app that you sort of told oh, me about. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And so getting rid of – or well, I told you, you about told it. You told me about you it. You told me about a different app where I got free coffee. Yes, that's and right. that was great. Um, And so how do you organize your time? Like when you get up in the morning, do you have like a ritual that you do to say this is how I'm going to get through the day or the week or – Well, it's a good question. I mean I always start with a coffee. I'll put a coffee yeah. on. Yeah. And then usually at that time when I'm having the coffee, I sort of suss out what I'm going to do today mm-hmm. and how I'm going to approach the day unless I'm working. And then I sort of schedule around, you know, OK, I've got to, I've got to get here. I've got to do this. And then once I'm there, how am I going to approach whatever – thing I'm working on, right? So, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, let's say it was just a regular day, like today. I woke up, I had my coffee, and I'm like, okay, these are the things I want to accomplish. If I can accomplish these two or three things, I'll be happy. Anything on top of it is gravy. Mm-hmm. And so when Nitty texted me, and she's like, are you still cool to record? I was like, oh, great. One more thing I can do to get off mm-hmm. this list. So this is what's nice about tonight's episode is we're recording it, and it's going to be posted right away. We're going to put it right up. Yes, yeah, it's so true. It's going to be hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Because sometimes we'll organize. We'll figure out a schedule of when we can record this show, mm-hmm. and then we'll say, okay, so this episode is going to air in a At couple of weeks and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I find sometimes I'm much more organized with this work than I am with my <laughs> daily life. Oh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. It's hard. Emails can be tricky. Like just getting yeah. through emails I find can be kind of tricky. What's your tactic with that, Nidhi? With emails? Um, So with my personal email, I got to a point where it was really about deleting things that are unnecessary. Yes. And keeping my inbox at a very short – having just a few emails in my inbox. It's a little overgrown right now. But really compartmentalizing things Mm -hmm. into folders. Uh, to make sure that I've gotten back to everybody, et cetera. Uh, at work, the sheer volume of emails that I get doesn't allow me to do that wow. on a consistent basis. 
Um, I think I have like 22,000 emails in my inbox right now or something Yay. like that. Yay. Uh, since I started, though. Right. Um, so I'm trying to get better. Also, with work, it's a little different because, you know, there's certain emails that you're supposed to keep. Because sure, they're course. related to whatever. Yeah. Uh, they're a record of some kind. Uh, but I've tried to be, be good at delete the newsletters, delete the, like, one-word answers, sure. which shouldn't be on email anyway and should be on another forum like Slack or something. Um, and I've the way I work is if I'm scanning emails, I'll scan and read, but then I'll keep the ones that I need to respond to later as unread so oh, I don't okay. miss them. Right. So I always feel like, okay, I know what's going on in my inbox and I know what I need to prioritize with an answer right away or not. Um, but I do find that sometimes you can go down the email void. Sure. So... I unsubscribed so many things. I just was unsubscribed. Yeah. Sometimes Does it feel good? It feels you great. Us, like, it feels so great. Like, you know, it's like you don't need I – do, I did not need all these companies sending me their emails and whatnot. I'm like, look, if I need it, I'll follow you. So yeah. Yeah, if you feel a little inundated, just unsubscribe. You can always subscribe back, but just except unsus- to us. Except to us. Don't unsubscribe. Exactly. To us. <laughs> exactly. Make sure that you subscribe to the Insomnia Project. Also, does it. anyone read newsletters anymore? Oh, like, that's a good question. Yeah. Really, like they're so long, and mm-hmm. I don't know. The attention span is so short now. It's it's more of follow someone on the. On their social media, and then you'll be able to see whatever it is you need to see. But True. newsletters are so... Well, it's even like, you know, I much prefer Instagram because it's mm-hmm. so short and quick and easy to sort of... Because you're also a big Twitter person. I've kind of moved to Instagram a bit more. I need to Twitter a bit more. Like I, I... You, need a, you need a customer service complaint in order for <laughs> you to get back on Twitter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's what I do. If I, if I have an issue with a company, I will tweet them. Until I get a response that I find acceptable. <laughs> and Nitty knows that about me. I'm a little bit, um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, persistent. Per- persistent? Okay. I was trying to think of a per word. Persnickety? No, not, I am persnickety, but not, <laughs> I don't think it works. Per, yeah, persistent, sure. What are you persistent about, Nitty? Oh, that's a good question. I think customer service as well, but in a different way. Okay. I, I'm less likely to go online, and and but if you get me on the phone, and I'm, I get really frustrated with uh, also rules that just don't make sense. Sure. It's like explain the rule to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I really persistent about? That's a great question. So Nidhi, I while you're thinking of that. We have, we have fans who will listen to us when we talk about places to go in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Like we have people who will, for some reason, they'll be like listening, like we'll mention it in, ca- in casual, casual conversation. And then we'll see a photo on our Instagram mm-hmm. of them at that place. There is a tiki bar near your house, not far from your house. You know the tiki bar there? It's yeah. Like a, yeah. I went Which there one? There's two. Oh, there's a shameful tiki room, and then there's Miss Things. No. Miss Things is like uh, kind of like a classier, more like a lounge, up, a little bit more upscale. Shameful tiki room. That's where I. Okay, I, I, is I, like I, I, the Disney version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where you order some sort of mystery bowl, and they all yell mystery bowl, and it comes out with with smoke and, yes, and yes. steam and whatnot, which and is that. really great and fun for about. The first half hour right, right. of your restaurant uh, experience right. or bar experience, 
but after two hours of that, you just kind of oh, like. Wow, it sounds like you don't like that. Yeah, that place isn't for you. Well, how many times can you be like the bell rings, Mister? Listen, I can many times for really? me. I of course people are having fun, enjoying their tiki drink. I'm happy with that. But it's just interesting that there's a couple of tiki bars right around, like you know, not far know. from your place. And so you prefer this Miss what's it Miss Thing? They're very they're both different, okay. right? I, I like Shameful Tiki Room. I've been mm. there a couple of times and it's fun. It's definitely fun and sure. a great place to just be low key. Miss but, Things is more like uh if you want to go on a night out and uh get dressed up okay. or not even get dressed up, but, is but it it's a more tiki of a lounge. Bar? It's like uh not a tiki bar in the same way. Okay. No, but it's kind of if you want it's got uh I think I mean, it's got a bunch of, lo- of rum, a bunch of, like, tiki-inspired cocktails. I want the Hawaiian tiki experience. Yeah, that's shameful tiki. Okay, okay. That's shameful yeah. tiki. And there's a few. There's a lot of, like, tiki bars, not what just makes, in Toronto. What makes a good tiki drink, though? Okay, so that's a great question. You've been waiting for that? I, wow. No, no, but I'm glad you asked it because <laughs> of the fact that um, it's an important question, I find. Perhaps the most important question asked thus far wow. on our on this episode, anyways. For me, if you're going to go to a tiki tiki bar, what the drink should be a classic tiki kind of cocktail, so like a cocktail that you haven't seen or that you don't see everywhere, and that could be complex for a regular restaurant to make. Hmm. So, when I think tiki, I think of tropical drinks. Yes. So I th- I think of tropical items like mangoes and Certainly pineapples, coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hawaii, right? So I'm going to think of these kind of things. So, you know, a traditional bar or restaurant might not have coconut milk or, you know, mango juice or whatnot. A lot of places do now. But if I'm going to a tiki place, I want you to be able to blend these tropical flavors with, like you said, a dark rum or mm-hmm. some sort of alcohol that is brings you to the idea of being in like a Caribbean or ocean kind tropical. Okay, so two follow-up questions. Yeah. One, does the drink need to be served in the shell of a coconut for you to consider it a tiki drink? Well, that's that. Okay, so I live by the rule that everything tastes better when drink drink out of a coconut or pineapple. Perfect. If I could drink all my drinks, whether they be (laughs) whether they be uh, cocktails or not, if I could drink it out of a coconut. In fact, when we go somewhere tropical and they're selling things out of a coconut, Amanda will be like, "You want that? I can see." I'm like, "Well, it's in a coconut. How can you not want it? Right? It's nature's glass. It is nature's glass. You're right." So yeah, for me. Yeah, and if I'm at a tiki bar, I want umbrellas. I want wedges of things on a skewer. If you want to light it on fire, (laughs) great. I'm good for that because you can do that in a tiki lounge, and you can't necessarily do it if you're at a Michelin star restaurant. I think you can, but it's not traditionally done. Or if you're in a, you know, mom and pop, sure, whatever Italian restaurant, they're not going to do, you know, this coconut flambe drink, right. Okay, so then that brings me to question two. Ooh. Dark rum versus white rum. Mm-hmm. Dark rum for me. Always dark rum. Okay, so why? Dark rum tends to be sweeter. Mm. It has more of a molassesy kind of... Um, feel to it? Flavor to it or feel to it. I like sweeter things. There's something more complex with dark rums, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm sure you could, someone listening to my, us might be like, no, white rooms are as complex. You don't, and I give you all the props if that's what you, that But for tropical work. drinks, though. Yeah, I, I prefer dark, dark. rum. Yeah. I, do, I think so, too. I like them for all drinks. If you if you were to make me a drink and you're like, you want a rum in whatever, if dark you have rum. dark or, or light, always go for dark for me. Mm. Even more so than some fine ambers, I still prefer a dark rum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes the amber amber rums, I can I can tell that they're they can be complex, right? But it's not what I'm looking for. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. How, how about you? What, what about you? White or dark rum? Uh, I think I used to really like white rum, but mm. now I'm more of a dark rum. Person. What was it about white rum that you liked better? I think it felt less heavy. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Certainly. And, yeah, it was just a bit lighter, to your point. Uh, and then once I started drinking, like, Moscow Mules or, dar- sure. or Dark and Stormies, it's like you really want a dark rum for that, yeah. like a good dark rum to to make that drink nice. So, okay, we've mentioned tiki, tiki bars. What is a bar? If there was someone who was coming to Toronto mm-hmm. and they were like, I want to go to a good bar, mm-hmm. what's the bar that you would point them to? Okay, but I need more parameters. Okay. They want to experience a place that locals go to. Okay. Where the atmosphere is not going to be so snobby that they can't just enjoy a drink and have a good laugh with friends. Mm -hmm. They want to be loud, but they also want to experience a vibe that's very Toronto. Toronto. That's a great question. So there's, okay, there's one... uh, place near my home there's a lot of so just so, every, just so anyone everyone you need to know that Nitty lives in a really cool part of Toronto that has a lot of cool places nearby so you're like a stone's throw north south east west yes. to a lot of different yes. places there's, yes so that's cool. there's a so, lot of, so of different places I, I just don't want people to think Nitty lives on Skid Row or yeah, something you right? my um there's a place called the Wallflower. Oh, I don't know this place. Oh, you don't know the No. Marco. I need oh, to you would love the Wallflower because it's really casual, cozy, comfortable. You know, it, it's one of those 5 to 2 a.m. places. Uh, you walk in and it feels like it's got dark lighting. It's uh, people just talking. It, it's not an end. The prices are nice and affordable. I like that. Uh, the food is affordable and good. Is it a restaurant or is it more of a bar it's with more food? Of a, it's, a, um, it's more of a bar with food, That's what I, I would say. Good. That's what I was... Uh, but you can order dinner there and okay. they usually have pretty good... Like it, It's a really comfortable place. I like Very that. Very comfortable. Uh, there's a really cool place as well. Near my so home. that's the Wallflower. That's the Wallflower. Uh, there's two places that just actually opened up right next to one another on Dundas Street, Dundas and Ossington. Uh, one is called Paris Paris, which is a wine oh. bar. Oh, the, oh, so French wines. I know they have all around the world. Oh, that's but, great. But, you know, Paris Paris. Uh, and it's always packed, and I recommend calling for a reservation. Okay. Or Actually, I don't even know if they take reservations. Do you reservations. have to dress nice? No, but it is trend. Like it's no, it's one of those hipster casual places, okay. um, where people look good in jeans. But it's what like, would you I'm drink at Paris? Jeans. Paris, a glass of red. Okay. Yeah, they're, they they had really cool um, events over the summer as well in this 
uh, I don't I don't know if it's a community garden or this garden um, across the street from them where they kind of did these pop up uh, oh, cool. events for yeah. the all sun all day Sunday. So they've got some cool vibes going on. They do wine tastings and stuff. They have some cool partners. But that place is all packed, always packed. And then right across from it is a new bar, lounge, restaurant called So So Food Club. Oh, I don't know this place either. Yeah, I gotta take you out. Oh Marco. my goodness, I feel like I have, I don't know anything anymore. So So Food Club is really cool. Um, I think I think the owners are also um, the organizers of a music festival in Toronto called Manifesto. Okay. Or there's some affiliation there. And so, uh, you know, one night, randomly, uh, like a member of the Arcade Fire <laughs> oh, cool. ended up doing a DJ set there. Uh, but they have really great food, which is Asian-inspired. I know sure. it's not your favorite, but dumpling, a lot Wait, of dumplings. you're calling me out on the, on the podcast. <laughs> are going to be like, what's, what's with I'm... Send your hate mail, too. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's dumplings, I should, cl- I should clarify. I like dumplings. I like dumplings. I do like Asian food. No, you're right. Okay, sorry. So. I, I should qualify that yeah. because that was way too generalized of a comment. Nidhi and I just went for dinner. Mm-hmm. And she said, what would you like to have? And I said, anything but Chinese. I just didn't feel like Chinese food. So when it comes to Asian food, that's the one I'm least likely to go to. Mm-hmm. Um so instead we went for <laughs> we went for pizza, but that was just happenstance, right? Yes. Like we were we were debating sushi. We were like, oh, maybe we'll have sushi. So, um, I love Korean food. I love Thai food. I love Japanese food. Yes. Like these are these are my 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 preferred. If we're gonna go to a restaurant, yep. Um, but that said, um, yeah, we had pizza tonight, we which was pizza. really we had to. It was really good. I actually. took Nidhi on a goose chase because I told her it was. It was in the wrong section of town. Like, we went to the wrong street. And I was like, Nitty, I'm sorry. It's it's three streets over. And she drove. And we're like, let's grab a pizza. And then what was nice was I came out because we had the dog. So I came out with my pizza and my drink. And I'm like, Nitty, sorry, I misquoted you the price. And I thought the slice of pizza and my drink was was what I got. And then the server came out with a fresh slice of pizza that I realized I had ordered. But I didn't <laughs> quite understand if I was going to get it or not. And I just had a great time. Oh, actually, I meant to tell you when well, I was in there. So we switched because you took Zena for, for five minutes while I went inside. It's like having a child. Um, and so uh, when I went inside, they were bringing your pizza out. And somebody said, oh, give it to the guy with the hat on his head because we were sitting outside. And snores. Um and so they didn't know that I was I, that we were having dinner together. And so I ordered, and I think I ordered. Oh, I said, oh, is that the margarita? Because they were bringing out the margarita, and she was like, oh yeah. Um, do, do you want like we just made some or something? So I was like, great, I'll take that and this other slice. And uh, she said, fine, we can bring it to you. Where are you sitting? I'm like, oh, I'm with I'm with that guy. And he, she was like, oh, we were just talking about how nice he is. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They were like, he's so nice. And we were just all talking about that. I'm like, wow, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm usually you. not that nice, to be honest <laughs> with you. You're pretty nice to people, especially in the in like, in the serving industry and restaurants. Well, I'm, I'm and glad it was nice because and... I was a little bit upset because I said, oh, do you have a margarita? And she's like, oh, it's in the oven. I go, well, can I buy it? And she's like, we can't sell it until it comes out of the oven and I was like well that's weird like I didn't quite understand that so I said okay then I'll take the mushroom for some reason I was like I was happy with the mushroom Mm -hmm. slice what I didn't realize was she was going to bring me a slice of that but if I wanted if I didn't want to wait I don't know I guess I misunderstood what she was saying but 
my head was in the clouds, so I'm like, okay, I'll get the mushroom pizza. And then I had the mushroom, and then someone came out with the uh, margarita, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I love it when moments like that happen. Yeah. Oh, and that pizza place mm-hmm. was called Village Pizza. Yeah. We're just, like, recommending all kinds. I so I didn't ask you, what's the cocktail you would have at the Wallflower? So at the Wallflower, they actually have – so you know, Marco, I'm not a – big beer drinker at all no you're yeah you're you really aren't no no i don't like the way it makes it anyways um over there they have like a pinot beer and so it's like wine what? yeah it's really cool i i, I it's to, wine and beer together well it's like infused in sort of uh, i guess the way it's the, the grape or something and so this is amazing yeah, why don't really i know good. it's really good but it's it's a little bit sweeter okay um but it's good and okay. so Sometimes I'll get that. Like, they have a lot of different types of ciders and beers that you wouldn't get, I think, on normal in a normal bar. And so sure. uh, I'll go for that. They have, like, good, just comfortable wines. I'll do that. But a cocktail at, like, I don't know. I don't know if I would actually get a cocktail there. Okay. I'm more likely to get a cocktail at that So-So Food Club Okay, place. so what would you have at the So-So? It's called the So-So Food Club. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would I have there? They have... Uh, I don't know, my friend's the bar, a bartender there, and she just, like, made something, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> Whatever best. that thing is, which I don't know if it's on the menu or not on the menu. We went to a but place. But it's got, like, usually got ginger, gingery type of stuff on it. Amazing. Yeah. So, Nitty, we went to a place, not we, I went to a place with some friends, mm-hmm. and it's on Ossington. Help me out here. It's like, okay, I'm going to describe it to you, okay. and hopefully you'll know the name of it because I can't think of the name. Okay. But I'll confirm it once you say the name. It's on Ossington. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it's on Ossington or in the Ossington area. And it is a restaurant that deals with classic old-timey Canadian food. So it's all local. Bomer? Yes. Yes. Bomer. It's small, right? Yeah. And you can get like What's that mussels. Mus- Wait, no, maybe it's not Bomer. No, it's not Bomer. Um... So, for example, Nitty, we had this dish... That was mussels done like in a, in a recipe that was around when Cartier and these explorers were exploring parts of Canada. Um, and so it was like a, like an old, old French recipe, let's say, that came with these explorers. How did it – did it taste good? It was fantastic. Really? But, but that's all to say that our um, cocktail, they had infused it with fir tree needles. Oh, wow. So it had a piney sort of taste to it, and it was fantastic, and I can't tell you anything else. I don't know. Was it Borealia? Yes, it was. It was. That's exactly Bor- what it was. Borealia. Borealia. Yes. That, thank you. That's exactly what it was. And I knew the waiter and the bartender there. Huh. I had worked with them before, and they were like, oh, we'll make sure you get a great cocktail. And, and Nitty, it was fantastic. But I really love this restaurant. If you're mm-hmm. not um, – if you're a visitor – from outside of Canada and you happen to be in Toronto and you want to try some classic Canadian cuisine and they had dishes from all all parts of Canada, recipes from different um, areas of Canada from, you know, the 1700s to contemporary. It is fantastic. I did not know that either. So there you go. Well, I've got to take you there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We gotta, what we need to do, the, what we need to do, Nitty, I was going to call you Dale. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is organize a drink dinner outing. Oh my gosh. We started the show talking about organization and we need to organize that. There you go. We need to do that. Well, Marco, this one's 
we're, 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 we're there. We're there. It's that time. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. And as Marco said at the top of the show, you can follow us at Listen Sleep. Um, as always, we are produced by Drumcast Productions, and we've been recording in Toronto, Canada.